Ryan Dempster joins us in studio from the PPG Paints Green Room. Looking spiffy, dude. What are you doing today when you're done with me? Because you didn't dress like this for me. <laughs> I did. All for you. I just you uh, decided fabulous. to take a shower and everything. <laughs> you look fabulous. Thanks. Um, and of course, you can uh, see the stream at WGNRadio.com and CLTV will join us at 9. Adam Hogue is standing by as well. And we'll talk a little bears after 9 o'clock. Good morning, Mr. Hogue. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, and uh, you and Mr. Dempster um, share a common thing as dads and a common event coming up that you both wanted to plug. So let me start with you, Demps. Yeah, it's a, it's a great night. Um, Adam and I both um, share this same connection. We have a child with 22Q syndrome. Um, and we have both spent time at, in the NICU at the at the hospital, at Children's Hospital, and that's part of this great event that's going on on November 14th, next Thursday, at the St. Jane Hotel. The Jackson Chance Foundation is having the ping pong ball, and we're going to uh, raise some money for a great cause. And where that money goes to um, is parking. And people say parking. Well, what do you mean? Well, it's expensive. When you're a parent and you have a child in the NICU or you're... It's a big deal. It's a big, big deal. It can be very, very expensive. And a lot of times what happens is, is, oh, I don't... You know, the reality is some people can afford it, but I want to go back in after lunch. But that's another cha-ching and another cha-ching. And now when you have a child there, the Jackson Chance Foundation provides these parking passes for parents that... They can be there to to be around their sick child um, as they continue to get better and and give them a hug, give them a kiss, because we all know how important that is. So. And to give you a, a, a kind of a, to be able to wrap your head around this, I mean, NICU fees. If you have a kid in NICU that you're going to see for a month, could cost you a thousand bucks. Yeah, in parking fees, a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Even and that's you know even getting validated, great. Yeah. But, um, you know, the reality is, is that's just what it costs to park in the city. And so the foundation does incredible things um, to be able to to give give that back to the parents so that they don't have to worry about that. And, th- and this ping pong ball is a, a ton of fun, a great event for anybody who likes ping pong, cool, beer pong, uh, whatever I might turn that <laughs> night pong. into. I'm a so-so ping pong player, but I'm a mean beer pong player. So if I lose to you in ping pong, I might have to challenge you at beer pong. But you're a fun guy, and but you're also very competitive. So if you get down, say... 10-7, game goes to 11, or 18-15, you get vicious? I get, uh, the, you see a switch goes off. <laughs> yeah. I like to beat my mom at a game of cards, so. <laughs> there you go. No. Well, that kind of yeah. explains it. Uh, Adam Hogue, explain what 22Q is. Yeah, well, that's sort of a, just a coincidence that uh, that Ryan and I both uh, had that going on in our families, too. Um, the, this with the, uh, with the ping pong ball is, you know, covers any reason that you could be in the NICU. But uh, when it comes to 22Q, it's the easiest way to explain it is, um, you know, people are very familiar with Down syndrome where you have the extra chromosome. And 22Q is kind of the opposite where you have a deletion of your 22nd chromosome. Uh, and that deletion can be small, it can be big, but what it means is in some ways you're, you're basically missing genes. And what that it basically means that it can manifest in any spectrum of ways uh, in a child, um, in, in you know whether it's just learning difficulties sure. or uh, actual physical problems that need to be corrected via surgery. And in our case, our son James needed to have heart surgery to uh, kind of repair the plumbing with his heart a few years ago. And, and so, um, you know, it, it's one of those things that, not a lot of people know about it, but if they did, it could explain some uh, problems that their kids might having it, it might be having when they're young. And if you get diagnosed, it can really go a long way to 
to fix some of those things because a lot of times with 22Q, these things can be correctable. So, Ryan, uh, Dempster, does the specific problem that is there or could be there, does it show up young or could it? child grow up and then you go well here's the issue we're going to have yeah well that's the one thing about it it, it may kind of manifests differently in each child and and that's what's the hard thing about it um you might have something as simple as a minor heart abnormality that you don't need surgery for yet um later on in life they have maybe some sort of developmental delays or some behavioral problems um a lot of kids with 22q and for whatever reason um we don't know what it is but they all struggle with math almost like math dyslexia it's it's a like a huge percentage of them um and then what happens so now you're struggling in math you're in class and now you have behavioral issues and you don't know how to manage those behavioral issues because of the deletion so i think that's the one thing and adam was talking about it if you don't know something's going on, there's heart abnormalities, feeding and swallowing issues, speech problems, um, developmental delays. Just ask. Get tested. Go to a doctor and say, hey, what about 22Q? I heard about this syndrome. It's a partial deletion. At worst, they might rule it, or at best, they rule it out, and, and maybe, maybe like he said, they get tested. And early intervention has been so key. I know for our, our daughter, she found out we found out at four days old that she had it, and it meant the world um, sure. to know that. You know, she was in the NICU here in, in Chicago for, for three months and, and really just, um, you know, had the huge benefit of knowing that diagnosis and where she's at today is a big reason why. Yeah, and, and both of you address that. How are the kids doing? Good. Very. Riley's doing incredibly well going to um, uh, Chicago Public School and, and thriving and, um, you know, doing gymnastics and um, definitely um, acting like her brother and sister, which is a really, really and good maximizing thing. her life, which if you don't get that diagnosis and do what you did, maybe that's a problem. A hundred percent. Adam Oak? Yeah, I mean, a similar story. James is in kindergarten now. Uh, you know, he had soccer practice last night. He's, he's happy. Um, and, and I speak to the same thing uh we unrelated he was born two months early that had nothing to do with the 22q but the fact he was in the NICU and surrounded by doctors every single day uh the the silver lining was that they were able to figure this out when he was about a month old and that early intervention has been crucial for him it sounds like because it can manifest itself in so many different symptom, symptoms, it's difficult to diagnose and i imagine that there's not a ton yeah. of research on it as well yeah, and that's exactly right. I think, you know, that more and more as this has gone on, you know, I look at when Riley first came here, when she came and transported from Arizona up to Chicago, and she was in the hospital here, they were calling Philadelphia, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, um, to get information about 22Q. Is that right? Well, now Lori's Children's Hospital has a 22Q clinic. They have doctors that are aware of everything. Pediatricians, it's in the pediatrician's handbook. These are things that have changed in a short period of time, and they're going to continue to change more and more with people driving awareness like Adam does, like myself, like the foundation does. Sure. And, and that's just a really great thing. And early intervention, as a parent, no matter what it is, if it's 22Q or it's a different syndrome or a different issue, early intervention is so key to the thriving of that child. Um, and uh, the Ryan uh, Dempster is the co-chair for the 7th Annual Ping Pong Ball. The event takes place next Thursday. It's the 14th at the St. Jane. Raises money for the Jackson Chance Foundation. Again, it's complimentary parking for all babies in the NICU at Lurie and Prentice. And if you uh, just turned your radio on, um, just know that if you're talking about an additional expense of up to a thousand bucks a month in parking, or you're going through the stress and strain and the money involved with helping uh, your child, that's a big deal. So it's a cool thing to put the money towards. Yeah, no, it really is a big deal because these are things that aren't, you know, 
You can have insurance, health insurance, medical insurance. There's no parking insurance. There's no parking insurance. And in the city of Chicago, it's just the way it is. Parking is expensive, and um, they don't sit there and and say, oh, well, you know, I understand that your child's sick, so we're going to give you this one off. No, it takes people like the Jackson Chance Foundation doing what they're doing to to go out there and help these families. You want to talk baseball when we come back? We can. I just... You got one more on this? Yeah, Yeah, just real quick. Both of you guys, uh, do we know how common it is? Are, are we talking about the 22Q? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, I believe the studies, Ryan, right, the second common uh, to Down syndrome, I believe. But the, but the issue is that so many people, and I'm, I'm sure Ryan has this happen all the time, too, when we bring this up, uh, so many people are like, well, I've never heard of that. And and that's that's kind of the challenge right now. And I, I met a family at Bears training camp this year, uh, and their daughter was 26 years old now. And she didn't get the diagnosis until I think they said when she was 12. And basically, from the time she was born until she was 12, she had all these complications. And they had no idea why, but that was partly because 22Q was so new and they didn't really know, um, they didn't know how to diagnose it. And then once they did, it went a long way to, to helping her live, uh, you know, as as good of a life as she possibly could yeah and i, and I you listen I, I salute both of you but Demps, i've told you this before until you started talking about riley nobody knew what that was i mean you've done a really great yeah. job you and your family have done a great job of bringing this out to the public thank you no it's uh you know it was a tough thing to do but at the end of the day um you know i i always tell that to riley i said you've accomplished more in your life than, than i'll ever will just just for the, the amount of lives that you've truly impacted and the the families that she's made a difference in her story's made a difference in adam's story's made a difference in, and it really really uh, is huge to to let the awareness out there because when people know about it they ask about it when they ask about it they can get answers and not only is she better than you, she probably has a slider when she gets older that could compete with yours. That's 100%. Yeah, yeah. From the left side, though. Uh, JacksonChance.org. Baseball. A little baseball talk from both of you when we come back. Stand by Adam Hogan. More to come. The original American underwear brand since 1876. Right. Oh, sorry. I didn't want to interrupt the underpants commercial. Uh, Damn, so boxers or briefs? Uh, boxer briefs. Boxer briefs, yeah. <laughs> I'm a hybrid guy. I, I'm with you. Adam Hogan? Boxers. Okay. Straight boxers. You know, I'm with Kramer. Remember Kramer from Seinfeld? The boys need a house. Boys need a garage. That's all I'm saying. Uh, All right. Let's talk a little baseball. Dave. Well, uh, I guess the big story so far this offseason has been the hiring of uh, David Ross as the new manager. You guys know each other well. What do you think? Yeah, I think that this is a great hire. Um, And the reason I say David Ross was always groomed to be a manager. Um, when I played with him in 2013 in Boston, people talked about him like that. Uh, continued when he was here, and then all of a sudden he went on Dancing with the Stars and became like famous. And, and people are like, "That guy? We're going to hire that guy, the Dancing with the Stars guy?" But the reality is, is that he had a you know a really long major league career as a catcher, and those are always the people that are probably the most qualified because they're in on every pitch of every game. And I don't think that there's any more qualified guy about how to run a game and how to process being a manager. So, And then you can be his pitching coach, right? Yeah, no, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to take orders from him. Adam Hogue, you're around the White Sox all the time. Do the White Sox get Garrett Cole, or who do they get uh, when they start spending money? I mean, I don't know who it's going to be, but I think when you see the run that they made last year, um, especially at Manny Machado, uh, and flirted with Bryce Harper. I think that that was an indication that they were, they certainly have the money to do it. And after sh- not getting those guys last year and realizing that I, that, you know, they're on the cusp 
of breaking out uh, in this rebuild. I, I think it's going to be – they're, they're going to spend money on somebody. I think Gary Cole would be a great fit. Um, so uh, the other side of town for you, the White Sox. Uh, I, I'm not sure this is the breakthrough year coming up, but it feels like it could be. A lot of things can happen in baseball pretty quickly. I could see this year being uh, their version of the Cubs 2015. The 500-plus yeah. year where you see the growth? Yeah, even more than 500-plus. Yeah. I think that if they went out and signed a frontline starting pitcher and added another pitcher, now you add depth to your rotation. Um, they have the lineup to be able to do it. To me, Yohan Makata is a possible MVP-type caliber player. Just got to keep him out on the field and healthy. Um, you bring Abreu back. He obviously wants to be here, and he deserves to to, to be here. But um, they, they got tremendous young talent position player-wise that can score a ton of runs. They just need pitching to keep it off the board, and in that division, they can they can run with those guys in that division and have a chance there. And it, and it seems like now, Ryan, that you see teams make that quantum leap. And look at the Twins this year. I mean, they were they were two Worst years at first. Well, they they lost a hundred games what yeah. three or four years ago, and this year they were unbelievable. Set a major league record for home runs. I mean, got knocked out early, but but still, I mean, they had a great year. Yeah, absolutely, and in that and that's the thing. It can change quickly in this league. Um, the parity is is you know. You got these really, really good teams, and you got teams that are maybe taking a different rebuild direction. But those teams in the middle can surprise you out of nowhere, like the Twins did. And, um, you know, they did it in an approach of we're going to go out and sign guys to two, three year deals, maybe um, pitchers to one year deals. Um, I think both can work. I think, uh, you know, you can be able to shore up your rotation. But I think that the Sox really can compete next year and have a chance not only to win their division, but, you know, surprise some people in a big way. Adam Hogue, how about a Cubs Sox World Series sooner than later? Yeah, I mean, I it looked for a while like that could happen. I guess you know the the thing about the Cubs is they're they're still going to be in the hunt. Um, they obviously, I, I think you know, there's been so much talk about David Ross. Obviously, you change managers, there should be, but they got to retool some things on that roster too um, to get back to the not just playoff level, but realistically having a chance to win a World Series, but. Hey, it'd be nice uh, considering some of the other struggles the city is having with their sports team right now to have both baseball teams be good in the same season. Yeah, and that'll be coming up uh, with uh, the uh, discussion of football right after the hour. Do you have funeral music for the Bears segment? Oh, come on. Yeah, I can get some. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dan's great to see you. Let's remind everybody again about the, uh, the the ping pong ball. Seventh annual, right? Seventh annual ping pong ball Thursday, Thursday the fourteenth of October. Sorry, November um, at the St. Jane Hotel. And uh, yeah, it's a great night for a great cause. So please uh, join us. The Jackson Chance Foundation dot com dot org. Jackson Chance dot org dot org. Sorry. Do you have a table at home and you practice? I do. I have a table uh, in the garage right now. Um, and you I, fold up the halves. So I can fold play up it. the halves. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and I can compete against myself. You can kick your mom's butt. Yeah. yeah good for you, man. <laughs> nice to see you, dude. Good to see you guys. Always. Always welcome Thanks. here. Adam Oak, I'll talk to you in a few minutes. Sounds good. Adam Oak coming up on the Bears.